Or behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. And it is that time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560 live show, January the 13th. Yes, very cold morning. So if you're listening to a replay of this show, down the road or even on Tuesday. Of course, it's supposed to be probably a little cooler even on Tuesday. I don't think we're getting out of the deep freeze for a couple of days. I think we might start inching back up then. But yes, it's a very cold morning. It is finally, according to my, according to what I'm reading, it's minus eight still outside here, and it's 9.02 on Saturday morning, January the 13th. Now, if you're listening again outside of this time and it's warmer, then you'll know this was a replay show. Steve Horvath from Gino's Auto Service joining me today. We were just talking about some of just different things about not only the temperature and what's going on with our weather and so on, but just things around the house and remodeling projects and different things that come up. We'll get into some of that today. Really want to talk about also freeze protection, making sure you're keeping your home in, uh, in top condition and really trying to avoid anything that might not keep it that way, Steve. I guess probably the best yeah. way for me to say that. And this is when things happen. They don't happen when it's 30 degrees. The worst things happen when it's minus. It's always, always. That way. So in turn, there are things you can do to protect certain things in your house. And things that even you may not think about, to Steve, your point, where, hey, it's 35 degrees or even down in the 20s. And, yeah, it's freezing. But let's face it, it's not this deep freeze where we're you know below zero now. We kind of will be this way most of today, I believe, tomorrow and even Monday. So we've got about three days of this. And key being, be aware. And we talk about situa- situational awareness on Rush to Reason a lot, but this is kind of the same thing only when it comes to situational awareness around your house. What I mean by that is, is everything buttoned up? Do you have any pipes, you know, any, any water lines that are on an outside wall? If so, what are you doing to protect those? Do you have other areas where a freeze would really have a huge impact. And and here's the thing, too, that most people don't really understand, Steve. Unless the water stops flowing out of a faucet, you'll never know it's froze. You typically won't know it's froze until after it starts to thaw because the ice will dam up the water, even though it's gotten the even though it's broken the pipe, it's split the pipe at that point, you won't know there's a leak until things actually start to thaw out. Yep. So you won't notice the leak today You'll yeah. notice it on down the road. And on so, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah on Tuesday, Tuesday, up. Wednesday, exactly. Yeah. As things start to warm back up again, that's when you'll notice these things. So in turn, really pay attention to all of these areas. If you've got a – and a lot of kitchens are done this way because the sink, they put it there, and then you can look outside. So you will put a window above the sink, for example. Well, when that's done, that means typically the lines coming into that sink, dishwasher and so on, even if you've got a refrigerator on that wall – all of your water lines are on an outside wall. Now, there's code that in today's world, those lines are supposed to be in from the wall by a certain amount of, of space to keep those things from freezing. But, Steve, when you get into some of the older homes or even, and I'm not trying to be critical here, but depending upon the builder and what corners they try to cut and what inspector came through and actually inspected things, is it all to code or not? It's supposed to be, and you would think it would be on a newer home, but 
Trust me, folks, that doesn't necessarily mean that it is. So point being, I would highly suggest if you have a kitchen that has, uh, you know, that has the, the water along an outside wall, open the cabinet doors up, raise the temperature in your home. And I know this sounds counterintuitive because I know people are trying to save money and not run the, you know, the heater and things as much as you normally would. But when it's as cold as it is now and these sorts of things may be happening, a little bit of extra cost in the heat will far outweigh any kind of damage you would get from a broken pipe, from okay. a frozen pipe. I'm, I'm trying to think of the places in my home. <laughs> we have a couple, maybe a, uh, a bathroom sink, too. Oh, good there. point. Oh, that's a good point, too. Uh, yes, bathroom sink, showers, sometimes. sometimes showers along the outside wall. I have one that I was thinking exactly through the same thing today, although in my case the, the lines aren't directly on the wall. They're in about a foot and I was doing the same thing this morning, kind of walking around. Okay, do I have anything that's on, you know, the outside wall? If so, what could be affected? Luckily for me, I I only have one that's that way, and you know, kind of roaming around, making sure that things are warm and handled, and so on. But that's the, that's the whole idea, Steve, is making sure that if you've got any type of lines that are in a area, especially under cabinetry, keep this in mind that when things are in a cabinet. And on an outside wall, if there's no real airflow going into that area, i.e. just opening up the cabinet door, it will, you know, that area, just stick your head or your hands down there, you'll know what I mean. That area is going to be colder than what your room temp is. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed it just this morning grabbing something out of underneath the kitchen sink or... Yeah. It, it's just, it's not a cold, cold, but it, you can tell. It's definitely cooler than it would be in the rest of the house. And that's true with a lot of these things. So that's one of the first things to look at. Of course, you know, the other thing is just what future upgrades could be done where you start looking around at, okay, what windows do I have where I can feel drafts coming around the corners, the seals? And I'm not saying go out right now and get those fixed because, no, it'd be way too cold and you can't really even do anything when it's this cold. But what I would do is take some pictures. Everybody has a phone and a camera on that phone. Take some pictures of what those areas are, and then we get warm back up. Those would be some of the first areas to go back in and say, okay, do I need to put a new weather stripping on this window or this door? Do I have a threshold where maybe I've got some air coming in that I don't want in the future or, you know, you name it. And, again, a lot of that right now especially, you know, a lot of windows and doors, you could take a candle and kind of go around the outer areas and see if there's any draft. Right now, as cold as it is outside, just your hand just kind of running around the area – you know, the, those areas where the seals and such are at, you'll you'll know. I was doing some of that last night, Steve. You can pretty much tell what windows and doors are sealed up just by doing what I just said. And and if you've idea. got some of those areas, then make some notes, and let's go ahead and get those things fixed when things warm back up again. Yeah, I suppose at the bottom of a door threshold, you throw a towel down for now just to keep it a tiny bit better. That Anything. Be, yeah. Yes, yes. You and just that, don't, you just don't want to make it so bad that if you have a fire, you can't get out of the house. Correct. That's the only thing you Correct. And which, you know, in your case, your, your example is a great example because a towel can easily be picked up and mm-hmm. moved, not a big deal. But, again, those would be some of those notations you would make down the road as to, okay, what am I going to do to seal this up? Because, remember, you know, everybody's trying to save money on the energy sides of things. And the more energy efficient we make things, the better off it is. And, and it's those unknowns, I think, Steve. I mean, most people look at the major things. You know, how new is my furnace? How efficient is it? What's my insulation like? And all these different things, which is great. We should be doing those things. But you could have all those things shored up and have a major window that's old that doesn't have very much efficiency to it that you could have the best furnace in, on, the, on the planet and really solid insulated attic and so on. But at the end of the day, if you've got one big, huge, you know, bay window, for example, that's leaking air, well, at the end of the day... 
it's kind of counterintuitive. It's doing everything opposite of what you're trying to do. And these are the days to kind of run a look at those things. Uh, kind of the other thing to note is if you have windows that are frosted up. Yes. Now, some of that can happen because of the it's in a bathroom or something. I'm not talking about that. But if you've got windows that are frosted, typically that means there's some sort of air or you've it's, got a – It's not working. It's not working like <laughs> not it, working should. Like it should. Yes, yeah. thank you. That's exactly right, Steve. So those are some of those things to look at and decide, again, as we move forward – what are those things you could do down the road to keep yourself more efficient? And and to your point, Steve, those things, you know, problems never happen when you want them to. They only happen when it's least expected. And the last thing you want to do is have to call a plumber out when it's below zero. John and Cheyenne, you're up, sir. Well, good morning. Good How morning. This morning. How cold is well, it up where up you in, are? Well, remember, I'm up high, so it's not at – it was minus 16 when I got up. Okay. Um, but – down at the interstate, there's a whiteout web right by me. It was minus 22. So, okay. you know, you get in those low spots and right. was, the air is so heavy. It, there's nothing moving. I'm looking at the wind farm that uh, the city of Fort Collins and Poudre Valley REA are supposed to be getting power from. They ain't. Yeah, there's it ain't. Way, way, way too cold for that. <laughs> and even if they turn, you're, it's, it's, as you know, it's too cold to even have the generators operate. Uh, I, yeah. So that's that's probably going to be down for three days. Yep. But uh, one of the things I did yesterday, just to, and I did this in the fall, but I said, let me go. I went down in my crawl space. Now, my crawl space is my wife is five foot. She can stand up in it, or five two. Okay. Right. I can't, being six foot four. Not eight. But I went down there and I just walked around, or you know, right. Kind of walked around, hunched over, and checked everything one more time. But one of the investments I made years ago, I think it was twelve bucks. One of those cheap uh, indoor-outdoor thermometers, mm-hmm. and I hung the outdoor piece in my crawl space by where my well tank is. Oh. So I can just look down and see what the temperature in the crawl space is. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. Not a, not a bad idea at all. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and it, I think it was, you know, those little cheap ones you get at, yeah. you know, any big box for $10, $15. It says outside, inside, and it shows you the temperature. So this way, you just know what the temperature is in your crawl space. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that freezing up because that's the one that's really going to get you if you're on a well. That that line coming in from the well, mm-hmm. when it comes into the crawl space, it's going to freeze. Great the idea. The other thing I did 15 years ago, if you have a crawl space or you have an unfinished basement, get those foam tubes that fit around the uh, yeah. your pipes and just put them over. It's like a pool noodle only for a pipe. Yeah, they make them in, you know, half inch, three right. quarter, one inch, whatever size pipe you have. You just look at it. And now they've even gotten fancy. I used to cut them out to fit T-fittings and stuff. Now you can even buy the T-fittings. That's right. Uh, where, That's you know, right. Somebody got smart and even, even, you know, injected those correctly, and now they're done. I, I, I bought some 90-degree yeah. elbows the other day because those are ah, kind of cool. There you go. And just, you know, know, like you were saying, I think it may be last week or something, know where your main water shutoff is if yeah. you do lose. Yeah. Or, or the whole house freezes up. Yeah, good idea. If you shut the water off at the main when it thaws, you can open it up and then, you know, check. But if you just leave it on and all you got to burst pipe, that's the other thing. But one of the things I read, and I don't know how true this is, they said that if you have packs, you yeah. have less of a chance of getting a burst than copper. Typically, because there's some movement there, it's sort of... Uh... Sort of like the garden hose. You know, the garden work. hose can freeze and unthaw, and it's not a big deal. The pipe going to the garden hose is a different story. PEX is, is a little more forgiving along those lines. Yes, John. Right, right. So, 
So, yeah, I, I've got one spot that can freeze, but I keep an eye on it. The other thing, I don't know if I ever told you I invested in this. When our bathroom's on the second floor, the water heater's downstairs, so it's got a bit of a run, and I got one of those recirculating pumps that go on top of the water heater, and you put it at your father's uh, sink away, and it comes on and it pumps water all the way through. Best so thing you're ever. Not wasting water. Yeah. Huh? Well, not, not only that, not only is it not wasting water, but like for me in my shower, the minute you turn it on, it's hot, which means you're not dinking around waiting for it to warm up. Right, and you're not wasting that. Correct. Right? And if you if you take a bucket, I'd like you know if you want to do an experiment, you take a bucket and hold it under the water, the shower head, until the water gets hot. You'll get you're probably wasting a gallon to two gallons of water Easy. depending on how far it is. Easy. And that pump is a simple install on your water heater, but like to make sure the pipes didn't freeze, I just flipped it on and let it run for about two hours. And that just reheated up all the water, circulated everything back. I let mine. Now I, I'm, I'm, I guess because depending upon who's in the home and what's going on and all that, John, I let mine run all the time. That way, no matter when you turn the shower on, it works. I don't. It used to be on a timer, and I finally even took that away, and it just runs all the time. I, I don't care. I didn't put it on a timer. I When we built the upstairs bathroom i put it on an on off switch got it so you just walk into the bathroom flip the switch five minutes later you got hot water at the shower right oh. right so unfortunately i have one of those uh, tankless systems yeah and uh oh but i have i got it early work. and so i don't have that circulating thing on there uh, and it would make such a difference because i have to rent it yeah for even longer to get it warm it's yeah. more double the other yeah. thing you the other thing they uh, make, it's called a water lobster, It's and it's just uh, like a, a double T, so the lines go in and out, and it uses convection of the hot water moving through the line, which will move to your appliances, and there's no electricity or anything needed. It just uses the convection of the hot water to the cold. Interesting. And it just, yeah, it's not an expensive thing. You just, what you got to do is you got to buy two extra... Uh, fitting hoses so you can tie it in at you know mm -hmm. like say you're say you're in a ranch and your kitchen is at the opposite end of the heat house from the water heater you tie this in in the kitchen and then it'll just flow through yeah. in a convection it, it won't do it as fast as the pump will but it's cheaper hmm. yeah no, and i just I, did, I didn't know those existed now that you said that i just looked it up and yeah great idea and those are things that as you know to your point john that two things on that one, not only do you save, you know, money and, and, you know, convenience, time and so on, not having to wait for the cold water to turn warm and all of that, but I think I also like it because on these colder days, that warm water is circulating to that farthest point at all times. Again, keeping that chance of pipes at all from freezing. And again, if you don't have an outside wall, probably not as big of a deal. But if you did, this is another way to help with that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, like I said, the ba biggest thing, though, is if you're on a crawl space or an unfinished basement, getting a thermostat down or a thermometer yeah. down there. So, you see, know see, I'm, I'm the opposite there. of you with hot water heat. I go down there and it's like, you know, you got to take your shirt off because it's hotter than blazes because <laughs> all the hot pipes are running everywhere. My crawl space is nice sure. and toasty warm. I'm the opposite of you. Yeah. And you, so you don't have to worry about it. But for us that don't have, we, you know, I have duck work 
Right. So right. It, it heats up the crawl space when it's on, but once it when it's on, off, when it's not, no, there. you're right. So in the evenings, at night, when it's not running as much, yeah, it's going to be colder down there. Great point. I didn't. I hadn't really. Yeah. And that's normal. And, and again, most you know, I shouldn't say that. Depending upon the age of the home, hot water heat was really, as you know, was really you know, boiler heat was really popular for the longest of time. And then of course the modernized oh, yeah. furnaces got better, and then they came along, and now it's kind of a cross between the two depending upon who built it and what you wanted did you want radiant heat through the floor there's very few registers uh i think mm-hmm. john being put in now on a new build although i will tell you i've got both this is this is just quick conversation i have yeah. both because some of my house is really old some of my house is newer and been remodeled and so on so i have a combination i have some floor heat in some areas and i've got registers in the other now other than walking on the floor where it's heated that part i really do like I will say, I think the efficiency of the registers, and this is me, I'm not doing any studies, and some maybe that are experts in the plumbing world and know this better than I, but I think personally, John, the registers are more efficient than the actual floor heat is. That's my own opinion. They they heat up the rooms faster. Yes, they do. But the, the floor heat, if you keep it consistent, will maintain the heat in the room better because... You've got that constant convection. Cold, cold air drops to the floor, is heated, rises, and you're constantly got a convection going in your, uh, you know, in your room. Is the way that works. So mm-hmm. the other thing, and this is just for everyone that I know you hate them, but if you have ceilings fans, turn them on the lowest setting and point them so they're blowing up, and it pushes the air out and down the walls in the room, and you move that hot air off the ceiling. Better. Good point. Yeah, no, that's a great point, and yeah. and, for, and and a lot. And again, I, I just personally don't care for them, but that doesn't mean that they're mm-hmm. not a not you know doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're not a good idea. I just personally, I I, and that's the other thing I like about hot water heat, especially this time of the year. There's no drafts, there's no air blowing, there's no nothing. Everything is mm-hmm. working off the radiant side, so you don't feel any draftiness whatsoever. I just personally hate that indoor air movement. Me personally, it's and, uh, I'm, and I'm weird. Okay. My wife even says so. Charlie says so. I'm a weirdo, John. I'm unique that way. That's why that. I don't like ceiling fans. <laughs> well, and I grew up with steam heat. You oh. know, single cast iron radiators in the apartment building we grew up in. And those, once those things get hot, they would stay hot for hours. You burn yourself on those cast iron radiators. Yes, you did. Yeah, I, re- I remember some of those. Yes, yes, when I was a kid. Exactly. What was great is when they, they the heat would come up, it would push the air out through the vent valve, and those always let a little enough steam in the room, so there was always some moisture in the air, mm. which made it feel warmer. Oh, the other, you know, because yeah. you got that little yeah. valve at the end of it that it would it would whistle or hiss, and then all of a sudden you'd hear a click, and it would shut off when that hot steam hit it, but it would always throw a little bit of steam in the room before and oh that that cast iron steam heat uh once those radiators heated up they were hot for hours yep and that's yep that's a loss that's becoming a yeah really those are those, those and even some of the newer ones that operate that way as you've seen don't even you know they're not cast iron they're made differently yep. they're more like what a baseboard sure. heater would be they've got a nice cover on them they actually yeah. look halfway attractive not that the old ones didn't i think some of those old cast iron ones were actually pretty cool but but i get your you yeah know, but to your point if you weren't careful yeah you could burn yourself on those most definitely well when 
the apartment my wife and I lived in when we first got married in New York, we had it, and you, in the winter, you'd take your towel and lay it on top of it for 10 minutes before you showered. And you had a nice warm towel when uh-huh. you came out of the shower. Now they actually make <laughs> towel warmers, as you know, John. I right, one. right, but this was free. <laughs> That's right. Yep, there was a link, by the way, into uh, our website. Uh, Producer Ann's working on that right now, so I'll put a link in there. And, and I'm going to give you just a couple of ideas along these lines. There are multiples made, and this would be one of those things where if you're handy, you could install it yourself. If you're not, you're probably going to need to look at a plumber in doing this. But I'll give you a couple of different ideas on how these work. There is a big range in price, by the way, depending upon how you want to do that recirculating pump. Um, I do think if you look, at, to John's point, you look at the entire length of time these would be operating versus how much water you would save in having it, You'd have to sit down and do the math and determine, you know, how much water am I saving? But remember, it's not only the savings of the water itself. It's also having that convenience of I'm turning on a faucet, the shower, for example, and you're not having to wait that amount of time for it to get warm. You really just pop in and everything's all nice and toasty warm. So those are the advantages of having that. I was fortunate enough to have that in even the house previous to this, the the guy that built the house had put one of those in originally, and I'm like, oh, man, this is like, this is <laughs> like, hev- oh, yeah, this is like heaven. It's like you're not waiting, especially because typically, you know, master bedrooms and things like that, they're one they're, of the farthest things away the farthest from the away. source. <laughs> yeah, and so you're typically waiting even longer than others would to, you know, to have, you know, hot water coming out of the faucet or a shower. You put one of these circulation pumps in, and the reality is, no, you're, it's, it's not, I mean, I say instant, but. In my case, with my shower and my master bath, you can turn the water on and it is warm. You could probably count to two, and it's already warm. I'm I'm saying one, two, it's warm. Wow. Or hot in in that case. It's comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you've set. In my case, it's, you know, I've got one of the push-button shower things where the dial's already set to the temperature, and you hit a, you know, I just hit the button to turn that particular spigot, not spigot, shower head, I should say, on. <laughs> that shower head on. So when you hit it, the temperature's already been set, and boom, out the hot water comes at whatever that temperature Pre- was set from the valve. Pre-mixed. It's preset. Pre-mixed. Yeah, the premix. That's yeah, a premix valve. valve. Thank you. Yeah. Which, for, again, that's one of those things, too, is an upgrade for folks listening. There's a lot of companies that make a premix valve you can add to your shower to where you're not having to always adjust what the temperature is. And they're one of those things, too, that... They're not as expensive as you would think they are. A lot of these convenience things, you know, uh, Steve, 10, 15, 20 years ago, were a real big luxury and cost a lot of money. Well, as anything, it's come down. The huh? more of these that get produced and the more companies jump in on building them, the more competition there is. I mean, it's just a preset mixing valve, it's nothing super fancy. Now, as a side note, they make them. Super fancy digital control. You can use your smartphone to control it, blah, 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 blah. I did a remodel a few years ago, looked at some of that, and I'm like, you know, if I just have a dial where I can pretty much set it, leave it, the chances of you really ever changing it much, you might change it a little bit in the summer versus the winter, but all in all, you're really not changing it much. And for me, it was like, that's one more thing to have to dink with, mess with, potentially have go bad. I just want a mechanical temperature knob. And if I had that, uh, so I did some searching out at that point in time, found things that matched what I had. And again, yeah. not as expensive as you think to put a, a, I don't even know what they call these things. I'll try to look it up and, and put that in our notes as well for today's program. But a pre-mixing valve for your shower. 
it really isn't. Now, I know a lot of newer showers even, instead of being the old-fashioned way where you turn it mm-hmm. from, you know, cold to hot and then determining, you know, where you need to be, a lot of them you can even preset the water and just pull the valve back, and it's already preset that way as well. So they've come a long way when it comes to having that temperature preset where you're not having to adjust it every single time you do. So that's something else you might think about when it comes to uh, saving some water at the end of the day, which is not getting any cheaper, by the way. So. What I did on on my showers, they you know they the cartridge, the little plastic cartridge uh-huh. in there. Actually, I found a brass one. Oh, so you can find you know, and, and the plastic always feels so yeah, and it doesn't stick and stay in the right spot. So if you spend, and it wasn't that much more to put a nice brass one in there that worked so much, felt better and worked better and was more accurate. I guess is maybe the right word. I'll put some of these up into to your and, and really quick too. Some of the even super fan to tell you how the prices have come down on these things. I mean, you can buy some of these that are preset for as little as hundred bucks, a little over that maybe, hundred twenty hmm. bucks. Yeah, and if you want to get super fancy and go all the way up, some of these are five hundred bucks or better. But reality is, there is a lot of competition along those lines now to make that a lot easier. So we'll take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Got too much debt, but a low rate on your mortgage. Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough. Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? that debt ratio is too high, we can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? 
But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready forever Colorado throws its way. And we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Jeff in Western Montana. You are on with myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service as well, but go ahead. Hey, good morning uh, from the even deeper freeze. Yeah, how cold are you guys up there? Well, the town of Polson is at minus 22. We're up a little bit, about three miles from town. I don't know. We're at a balmy minus 19. Wind chill about minus 39. I think that's the hardest thing. It's so windy with this storm. Yeah, that that was. Uh, it's actually calmed down a lot now. The wind is not bad at all right now. But even just a little bit kind of mm-hmm. drives it down quickly. My right. wife's hometown is Cutbank, where she grew up on the High Line, uh, not far from Canada. And they had uh, uh, what was a minus twenty nine with wind chills down to minus fifty nine. So, um, yep, pretty brutal, but. We're coming out of it, and then, like you said, about Tuesday, I think, is when we'll get back above zero. So, Gotcha. Yep. But one of the things we I did is, uh, I didn't hear you mention, is I went and got the little foam covers for all the outside faucets. Yeah, good idea. And put those on. Great and, idea. Uh, you know, they just snap over the top and uh, connect. And, I mean, it's so foolproof even I can do it. Um, <laughs> just gives and, you a little uh, extra protection, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, yeah. it does. And Great then, idea. Uh, for for the water heater thing you were talking about, I actually um, we have have the same problem here in the house, and uh, at the kitchen sink I went and uh, put a uh, point of use water heater underneath there. I looked under yep. the cabinet, yep. just enough room to, to tuck one under there. And Those so, are cool too. Uh, yep, uh, it needs an electric outlet. I use the uh, yep. You use the one for I the dishwasher typically. Well, I didn't use. I used the. Uh, the garbage disposal. Cause no, we that turn too. That, that on one works too. To yeah. It. It, typically, you've got one or two outlets underneath there. You can, as you know, Jeff, you can tap into. Yeah, and code says you're not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be a single thing, but I've never had that break or trip, so and it's not something I'm worried about. 
That that um, and, and now it's got if it's like mine, you've got your own faucet and everything for that, correct? Uh yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Those by the way, those yeah. are those are awesome as well. Love them. Well, actually I actually I I just typed into the hot water uh hot water hot water pipe going up to the faucet. I see. In my case, and again, I didn't build my house, but in my case, it's got a, I've got a, uh, and I think in Syncorator, same same company that makes the disposals, they make a actual hot water dispenser. So if you want to make hot coffee or you want to make soup or whatever, you don't have to put anything in the microwave. You literally just, this particular faucet has whatever you set the temperature to be, 110, 120, 105, whatever degree temperature you want. You pull a little lever, let it, let it run for a second or two, and then you've got instant hot water. Yeah, and uh, my wife just got tired of, of waiting a minute or two for the water to start. There to you go. Warm. So right now it's you know two seconds. I can put some water in a coffee cup that's been sitting out to warm it up before I put coffee in it. Just you know, little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, first world issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we have been having problems with the boiler. So uh, it's an old munchkin that was put in probably fifteen twenty years ago. And uh, getting bids on that, and I asked guys if he ever worked on them. He goes, no, but I've replaced a lot of them. Hmm. So if you have Munchkin out there, they were one of the first uh, high-efficiency boilers. They do a very good job of capturing heat, but I say they're excellent boiler made out of really cheap material. There's a lot of pot metal in them, uh, so you just you just go. Interesting. You know, first-generation stuff. Interesting. One of the things I'd like to know is if anybody out there, has any recommendations for pets? We have a couple of small dogs we acquired in the last year, and uh, I've shoveled off a spot in the grass so they're not getting lost in snow banks. But um, it's been pretty brutal on them. Just this morning, we have one that's about 12, 11 pounds, and she was only out for two minutes, but she came limping up to the house and she couldn't even jump up the stairs. I had to pick her up. Pretty cold, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, they can't. I mean, for most pets, unless they're. You know, I've got a larger dog, and, you know, he'll go out and dink around and so on. But even this morning, he didn't spend a lot of time outside with it being below zero. Normally, he'll go out no matter how cold it is and mess around for, you know, five, ten minutes, whatever, and then come back in. This morning, he was pretty he was pretty quick in and out, Jeff. So he, he knew, hey, I'm not staying out here very long. He's not that dumb. Do you think you have to put, like, little uh, things on their feet? In some cases, depending upon the dog, there? it's not a bad idea. Typically, if they're just out fairly quick in and out, you know, they've got enough temperature in, like us like as us humans. Things, you know, yeah. I mean, I went out and shoveled a little bit this morning, didn't wear any gloves, and, you know, you can you can go out there and do that for, I mean, of course, I'm not touching the ground, but, you know, you can do that for four or five minutes and not get super cold. They're kind of the same way. Yeah. But so much longer than that, idea? yeah, no, you don't, you would not want to leave a pet outside right now, Jeff. Let's just say that. That would be very dangerous. That would, yeah, no, they would die. I mean, it's, there's no doubt. Yeah, they can't survive. They're, 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 they're not used. They're, they're not, they're, they don't uh, live out there. My wife just texted into that they make potty mats you can put in the garage for some dogs if it really is hard on them. Yeah, I tried one of those. Or I manufactured something like that. I got the one of the trays that goes under a washer mm-hmm. to, uh, to just, hold water. And I put a little it, bit man. of sand and some stuff on that. And I've tried that. So far, they haven't gotten the clue. <laughs> You know, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Right. Um, we'll see if they if they do understand. I'll tell you a little trick to that. that. Um, and we learned this kind of uh, just just by happenstance, I guess you could say. Take a little square piece of AstroTurf and put on top of that, Jeff, because mm-hmm. it mimics grass. Yeah, I actually found some uh, some 
felt-like green stuff that's uh, mm-hmm. at one of the big box stores and cut out a, a piece of that, uh, put a little dirt on top of that to kind of make it look. Uh, that so far they haven't they haven't, so haven't gotten there. Huh? Maybe you have to demo it for them. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just pee well, on it a little bit. <laughs> But I, I had that thought had crossed my mind. Of <laughs> it is. It, and I went, no, no I'm not going to do that. That's hilarious. Yeah. And one last thing, uh, shout out to uh, Dave Hart, particularly his daughters. I was uh, listening to the commercial for Roof Savers Colorado. And, yes. Uh, his daughter does a phenomenal job. They're great. Of, on, on the commercials. So uh, yep. his oldest daughter. His youngest was on there for a while, but yep. I think it's strictly his oldest. So I just left a little voice message for him. That, nice. Uh, Thank that, you. Uh, said, you know, your daughter is good, and uh, he, he texted back and said it made her day when he told me. That's her. awesome. Thank you for that, Little Jeff. things you can do. Yes, you know. yes. Thank you. That's awesome. Appreciate that very much, Jeff. You're very kind. Well, you guys stay warm. We'll do it. And uh, we get up above zero on Tuesday, so. Yeah, we do. The it won't last yeah. forever, so. Jeff, thanks, Eddie man. Baby. Have a great day. Stay warm. Appreciate you very much. Let's go to Mark before the break. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, good morning. I uh, just uh, got three things. I actually wanted to say a shout-out to Dave Hart, Roof Savers, for getting my roof completed before all this uh, snow hit. Um, nice. You know, there was something that I, d- I didn't know anything about uh, prior to this, which is something called a rain and ice shield, I think it is, Yeah. Um, which goes on the, on the leading edge uh, or, or bottom edge of your roof, which um, our old roof did not have. Um, and we had some ice dam issues, so I, I ran uh, two two twenty uh, amp circuits up to a box, and now I've got uh, two one hundred foot uh, heat tapes up there, so that uh, that doesn't ever happen again. But uh, the real reason I was calling is you guys were just talking about the uh, the um, bathroom shower control mixer that does it automatically. Yes, and I've been thinking about um, finishing my basement bathroom. Uh, and that has come across my mind, but but the one thing I wanted to ask is, you know, if if it's preset, you know, do you have to pull the wall apart, or do you have to pull something apart to to? You got to like, put a new shower valve in. So yeah, well, you got to put a new. Sh- basically, this replaces the existing shower valve, or in your case, if you're doing a remodel, you would install this shower valve. So where you would normally have a turn dial or a lever or something along those lines, you put this unit in place of that so but i mean once you've done that how hard is it to adjust the temperature it's not it's a dial in my case in my case it's a dial with a push button on it to keep you from going too hot so in my case because i have hot water heat i've got much hotter water than typically most people would have in a home so in my case but everybody's got water that if you wanted to climb underneath and have super hot water it would be dangerous what's called you so you don't want to do that so they all put like this protection device mark it's probably code where to go hotter than 100 degrees in my case you have to push a button down and move it over past that 100 degree mark so you're knowingly going above 100 okay so you don't have to go crazy as far as like you know pulling something apart to it you know if you wanted a hot shower or a colder shower. no no, no. it's in my in our yeah, case and my wife likes it, believe it or not, my wife likes it just a tad cooler than ice. I can always tell when she's in there because you can see the dial has turned to the right. Right is colder, left is hotter. You can always see the dial's turned a little bit to the right. I just crank it back over till it hits its stop, and now I know it's at 100 degrees. And if I want to go above that, I push the button, go above it, and away you go. Oh, very cool. So one other comment. Um, 
so you guys were also talking about the recirculation pumps. While I was finishing my basement, uh, I had put in uh, a PEX line from our kitchen, which is on the opposite side of the house, and then um, had it teed in uh, as close to the the, uh, faucet in the basement. Obviously, I didn't want to go through the floor again. Um, and then, and then had that pump put back down at the, uh, at the hot water tank. And so I have it on a uh, little remote control switch. So, um, I, I thought about running it 24 hours a day, but I thought maybe it would wear the pump out. I, I don't know how no, those how things, I mean, if, if you think about it, the, if you use the heavier pump, Mark, which in my case I've got, um, they, if you think about it this way, so my hot water heat, for example, um, that pump runs constantly, and even in the case of heating up my holding tanks, I've got an instant hot water heater, but I've got a holding tank for hot water to run showers and things like that. Whoever did it did a nice job because it's got a holding tank outside of the instant. So like in Steve, your case, you could add a tank that would be warm all the time that would still be there. In my case, I've got that. But what I'm getting at, Mark, is in my case, those pumps run constantly. If the hot water's on and being called for at all, that pump runs. So I'm not saying it runs 24-7, but pretty darn close to it and those pumps will last for a very 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 they're very robust okay well that that's cool good to know i it's funny i was telling my stepdad about that and because uh, he's got an older home uh in virginia and he just got sick and tired of having to wait five ten minutes for that hot water to show up for a shower so so what he did was mount the thing on the hot water tank to the cold water side. So every time you turn on the cold water, you get hot water. And when you turn hot water, you get hot water. So there is no cold water in the house. Oh, my word. Kind of funny. So That's funny. I, I thought, my goodness. So I, I, when I went to visit him a while back, I said, you know, um, I'm going to have to sneak in there and, and shut the and have a cold shower. There you go. <laughs> and they go turn it back on because he gets annoyed. He's like, oh, no, I better be on hot and hot. So it, it's funny, but anyway, uh, I, I just kind of giggled, you know, hearing you guys talk about that and being that it's like negative 10 degrees. It's, uh, you know, I, I like hot showers, but not that hot. That's yeah, pretty my hot. Yeah. Really yep. but, but that's just too much. Anyway, you guys have a great day. Hey, appreciate you, Mark. Nope. Thank you very much. We'll take our break. We'll be right back. Joe, Eric, hang tight, guys. Fix It Radio, and by the way, the website, fixitradio.com. We're putting the links up to some of the things we've talked about today in there. Will you be able to find those as well? We'll be right back, though. This is KLZ 560. Premier Home Remodels designs your basement to fit your family's lifestyle and needs. So-called basement flippers will limit your options, cut corners, and rush your project. But Premier takes the time to create a space that is functional and unique, meeting all your expectations. Premier values and protects you as the homeowner by making sure every code is met and that the proper permit is pulled, along with a one-year warranty on labor. Your home is your most valuable asset, and Premier guarantees that your entire project from design to completion is done accurately and effectively. Because Premier wants you to be able to grow with your home, they make sure to pre-plan every aspect of your basement remodel working with you and having your best interest in mind. Choose the right company for your ideal basement. Premier Home Remodels. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. 
Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take aim, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender.
We're back. KLZ 560, Fix It Radio. I'm your host, John Rush, along with Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service, and we'll be here, of course, through Drive Radio coming up right after this as well. Eric, you're next. Go ahead, sir. Hey, John. Um, so I, I wish I could remember your first caller's name, the one from Wyoming. Oh, that's John. John. It is John. Okay, I would have been right. Um, he was mentioning turning off welds, which is something I forgot to do down at the ranchette before heading up to Aurora for the weekend. Um, but, but there is a product out there, and actually I bought one at Lowe's. It's called Thermal Cube. Okay. And what it is is you plug it into a regular outlet. It's got a thermometer, uh, a thermistor in it that when temperatures get down to 35, it'll turn on a heat lamp or a small space heater. When a crawl space or a well housing, the you know the well pit gets up to about 45, it'll turn that back off, and so it does help to prevent freeze up in uh-huh. crawl spaces and well pits, things like that. Okay, I, I'm learning. Thank you. I didn't know that. Perfect. Interesting. Yeah, I bought it at, at Lowe's, um, but you can you, know, you can order it at Amazon. Any of uh, it's just called place. Thermocube, right? Am I looking that up correctly? Yeah. Yep, I see it. Got it. Yeah, and that I didn't actually have time to get that plugged in before I left today. Uh, not today, yesterday. So I'm just hoping my well and stuff don't freeze up. You know, my pipes under the house. I've uh, told you in the past. Yeah, I had to rip out a lot of the air ducts. Mm-hmm. And, insulation because of all the rodent infestation Mm -hmm. and uh but at least i know that if my main furnace comes on it is exhausting into that crawl space uh and then the residual heat you know just comes up to the unhooked registers right uh still a concern for me and uh, but I thought I'd mention that. Thermal Great idea! No, thank I, you. I, I, I just I sent that off to producer Ann. We'll put that link up. Amazon's got them as well. They're not very expensive. To your point, Eric, they're actually yeah, fairly inexpensive. So yeah, not bad at all. Great idea. It was about sixteen dollars. Fifteen, yeah, fifteen about. bucks on Amazon. Yeah, and uh, I've heard of people putting them out in like chicken coops. Also, good idea. I like that. Great idea. Yeah, fabulous. Great, oh. Eric. Thank you. Perfect. I, I will, uh, I will uh, steal that idea on a couple of things I've got. So thank you for that. I appreciate that very much. All right. Well, thank- I'll let you get other people in. You All right, man. Care. Appreciate you, Eric. Have a good rest of your day. I appreciate it very much. And by the way, Eric's a guy that if you haven't listened to Ready Radio, you should know knows a lot about cold weather stuff. He was down in Antarctica for quite some time, so he knows about cold weather. Joe, you're next. Go ahead. John, did you talk about dryer vent cleaning this morning? Nope. We have been on. Uh, Water heaters and cold weather and all that kind of stuff. So, no, we have not. All right. Well, I got to school a couple of weeks ago. You know, I called in and talked about using my leaf blower, and my daughter came out, and I told her that. She said, I've got something I want to show you. So over Christmas, she comes out, and she's got a dog. She brings out this little box. It's only 14 inches long. It's a rotary brush that goes on the end of a drill, yep. cordless drill. Yep. And it comes with a bunch of one-inch, excuse me, 12-inch sections that have a, ma- a metal male and female fitting on each end and you you extend them now I've, i was skeptical i've got a 26 foot long dryer vent line with three 90 degree elbows and i was skeptical that this thing was gonna john it went through it like just pooped through a goose and, yep. and, and uh you know yep. three 90 degree l's uh and this thing twist and turned popped out the other end and even though i had blown it out a month prior 
I still got an amazing bunch of gunk. And then she said, yeah, she said, dryer sheets give off a residue because she's got a black lab. Mm -hmm. And she said uh, she gets black hair out of hers. She does hers about every three or four months because nice. of the dog. Nice. But I was stunned. You can buy this thing in a 10-foot version, a 20-foot version, or a 30-foot version. And the only th thing different is how many one-foot sections... Yep. I, I just put the thirty the thirty foot kit. I just sent that to Anne. She'll put that up on our website for the link, Joe. And twenty three bucks or something is all. Yeah, twenty three bucks, and it's the most amazing. And the only thing you want to do, you, may, you always want to make sure you have your drill in the clockwise direction because if you do it the other way, you'll unscrew it in the middle of your vent pipe. There you go. <laughs> then you'll, yep. You don't want that. Then you'll have a problem. No, but that is so much better. You know, I talked about. It. I've used the toilet brush in the you know with a with a plumber snake or an electrician snake. This is so slick, and, you know, you can't beat the price, and it uh, does an incredible job. Great idea. So, uh, fine, just, just do a dryer vent cleaning kit, Amazon, 10, 20, or 30-foot model, whatever you need, and it does an incredible job. Yeah, and, so, and for all of you that know, I mean, I put the links up. If you find something else you like better than the link, well, all we're doing is really kind of giving you direction. If there's something you like better once you're there, we, I mean, Joe, we, I don't care. Buy whatever you want. We're just going to get people, you know, pointed in the right direction. And by the way, and John, the kit also came with some attachments to, uh, to suck stuff out yep. of the dryer That's itself. right. Yeah, that, and I, I put that same kit up like she's got. It's got everything on it to where you can clean the dryer the way you need to, the vent, the whole nine yards. Again, it's like an 11-piece kit for 24 bucks. Yeah, John, and it works. I mean, I was skeptical. You know, I've got, again, three 90-degree L's, and it just it went, it, it twist and turn, and no struggle, no, it was just, I was skeptical, but it, it, it was fantastic, nice. so I endorse it. Nice. Endorse it. I think, right. this, I think this kid even right. comes with gloves or something. It's like, you know, he's got everything you need, really? Joe. If you didn't have a single <laughs> thing around the house, it's got it all. Uh, you know, it, 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 they worked on it. It's great. Nice. And from now on, I bought, I bought, I bought one the next day. I so got my own, so it's Good the deal. Only thing I'm going to use from now on. Good deal, Joe. Right, appreciate that. No, thank you. How? What's the weather in Jersey? By the way, Are you cold or no? It's raining today. It's uh, going to go down. We're going to. Um, we had our first little tiny slushy snow last week. We're going to get another one. I think right now. Let's see. I'm looking at my car. It's 44. Okay. On its way down to uh, 32 tonight. So no, that's, that's not too bad. Are. We. I don't think we've got above zero quite yet. We're still uh, minus eight still right now. So we're still a little chilly. I, I told you, I lived in Syracuse for eight years, John. We would have a week it wouldn't get above zero for a week. Yeah, you, well, Joe, so. around, i got a minute or so here. Around here, as you know, it has just been hyped up to the point where it's like, have you people never seen a, you know, a minus sign in front of the weather? I mean, I've lived here my whole life, and typically there's not every year, but typically every year there's a few days, if not a week, where that minus sign is there. Joe, you'd think that, you know, we're living on a foreign world here right now. Yeah, I would wake up in a very typical in cholera in the Syracuse to wake up to minus twenty five. You know, I had horses and and I'd have to get up, you know, at daybreak sure. to let's sure. be minus minus twenty three, minus twenty four, minus twenty five. That was not unusual, and uh, and to not see anything above zero for a week, yeah, uh, week on end, yep. and that was just life. Life in upstate New York. We're spoiled, Joe. Appreciate you, man, very right. much. And yeah, again, not trying to knock all of you transplants that maybe you're listening and have moved in but this is normal i want to make sure everybody understands that we have typically one if not multiple weeks in colorado this same thing by the way can happen in february so it's not unique to have 
again, during stock show especially, it's not unique to have below zero weather this time of the year. Not unique to have this in the month of February as well. So those of you who may be listening for the first time that have moved here from another state, uh, we go through these things on a routine basis in the wintertime. Again, not every single week, but we do have cold weather. Rich, i got a couple of minutes left. Go ahead, sir. Yes, uh, I've got a, a 2011 F-150. Uh, I'm good on keeping everything up except it, it totally escaped me. I had the uh, I didn't have the transmission flushed out to 116,000 miles. Now this time it's like 171. Should I have it flushed or should I just have it drained? You know what? That is a great question. I want everybody that would that's going to be here for Drive Radio in about one to two minutes. What I'm going to do, Rich, put you back on hold. Hang tight. I'm going to make you our first caller on Drive Radio again, especially since. Uh, this will not be heard by a lot of folks don't tune in until 10 when we go on to drive radio. Yes, there's a lot of folks that listen to this hour prior, which, by the way, thank you all that do. I appreciate that. But, Rich, I want folks that maybe are just tuning in at 10 o'clock to hear what we have for you as an answer because it's really a universal question. So thank you for calling in. And those of you that are listening to this as a replay, if you want to hear what that answer to Rich's question is, you'll have to tune into Drive Radio or listen to the, the recording, the podcast that we have for Drive Radio as well. And, and Producer Ann does a great job of tying everything together. So if you go to even fixitradio.com, you'll see where our other sites are and so on. Drive Radio, by the way, for those of you listening, just go to drive-radio.com and you can listen to us there. And as always, all of you that are, that are listening that are out of state, some people keep thinking, okay, how does this work? We have an app. KLZ 560 is our app. Now, a lot of you were complaining a week or two ago about, hey, I can't listen anymore. The TuneIn app quit working, so on and so forth. We're doing our very best to get the TuneIn app back up and going with KLZ Radio on it. Once that's done, we'll let you know. And there is some workarounds for some of you that have Sonos and other systems to whereby you're using TuneIn to listen to us. So if you have any specific questions on that, please use the text line 307 200 8222, and I'll walk you through what some of those workarounds are, which some of you have already figured out. But we are doing our best to get TuneIn back up and running. Rich, hang tight. We'll come right back to you for Drive Radio. If you're listening on a Tuesday or any other replay, just listen to the next program coming up. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's someone else. But hang tight. We'll be right back. Myself, myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service, Larry Unger uh, is not here today. Larry, we are thinking of you and uh, can't wait to have you back. Charlie Grimes, of course, with us. We'll be back, though. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.